This is a public health announcement brought to you by Heather Shepard. The Primal Pioneer. Live an outdoor life. This is the Primal Pioneer Podcast, a show dedicated to helping you achieve optimal health by making radical lifestyle, dietary, and environmental shifts to support forward movement with your health. I'm your host, Heather Shepard, radical health practitioner, gut health specialist, and homeopathic doctor in training. When I was 23 years old, I suffered a TBI, otherwise known as a traumatic brain injury. This shifted my life from being a super athletic type A kind of person to being completely sidelined from physical activity for nearly 12 years. During that time span, I tried every modality under the sun, desperately yearning, trying, and hoping to get better. It wasn't until I stepped outside of the conventional medical model and even much of the alternative medical model that I saw real lasting progress with my health. Today, I help thousands of people overcome both acute and chronic ailments using my nature and science-based radical approach to health, which targets the most important yet most overlooked aspects of our health and wellness. For this episode today, I asked my fiance, Jen Antel, to join me to have a conversation around home. Jen and I have always been passionate about finding home and creating a sacred, non-toxic home space that we can live in and heal in and invite others to experience healing in as well. During this episode, I share about home, how to create a nourishing home. Jen and I share about some of our housing experiences. We've lived in literally 40 different homes over the past 10 years, questing for a healthy, nourishing home. Yes, this is a subject that we're super, super passionate. We've had a lot of successes. We've had a lot of quote unquote non-successes that have really helped us learn a lot about home, what to consider when purchasing or renting a home to maintain a really healthy healing space. And Jen brings in her expertise uh, during this episode all around astrology. She's going to share a little bit about what's going on in the sky right now, how it just might be impacting your life, big life decisions, and how you can utilize the messages and gifts from the Zodiac to fuel the things you're truly passionate about achieving and experiencing this lifetime. So we're getting up close and personal during this episode today, and we hope you enjoy. Hey everyone, welcome to the show today. Today, um, today's episode is going to be a little unique and uh, different. I've got my fiance Jen Antil on the show here with me today. This show was inspired by a lot of things that had just happened in our lives, um, but one big thing that we want to talk about today and share with you is our journey around home and finding home. And I want to touch on some things that. Uh, we've kind of explored through our home journey regarding uh, what makes a home healing, nourishing, a healthy space versus what makes it or sets it up to be potentially toxic and sets it up for some negative health effects to play out, um, which is a really big underlying cause of a lot of people's health struggles today is just that something in their home, in the environment that they're in, on a regular basis is fueling or even driving their health struggles. So we have literally lived in, I think, 40 different homes in almost 10 years. And that's extreme. Okay. That's, (laughs) that's an extreme amount of times we've, we've moved, but our quest for home is like, it's so huge with regard to finding a healing space, finding a nourishing space, finding a place that we love. And then also, you know, calling in a space where we can have people, our clients, our people come for healing events and whatnot. So Jen's also going to talk a little bit about something that's right up her wheelhouse, which is astrology. Um, And we're going to tie in what's happening right now in the stars as well, because there's a lot of shifts going on. I'm going to 
stop talking and introduce Jen, my newly fiance. <laughs> hey, Jen. Fiance. I know. How's that sit with you? Whoa, that's like a very official word. <laughs> it feels good. Yeah. Yeah, I like that word. All right, cool. Um, yeah, so maybe you guys heard, but Heather asked me to marry her over the weekend, and I said yes. People have been like, "Hey, did you say yes?" And I'm like, "Oh yeah, I didn't even, I didn't even think about it. Like, what do you mean? Did I say yes? Yeah, I said yes. Yeah, it was very surprising and delightful and a very good surprise. <laughs> yeah, it was. I mean, I think even if you know the person's gonna say yes, if you're the one asking, it's there's like anxiety, you know, there's like, oh my gosh, you know, how's this going to go? All this planning, you know, and it's still, I still was a little anxious about it. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> <laughs> but she didn't seem anxious at all. That was the thing. Like, usually I would have expected Heather to be, have some, have some nerves, but uh, she was very cool and collected, which totally threw me off. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, yeah. <laughs> yeah <laughs> totally cool totally cool man totally cool well when I when I was you know in my past life as an athlete oh I was like you know when it when it came down to the wire there's you know seven seconds left and we needed to do something to make something happen I, <laughs> I always wanted the ball in my hand not that I, would, I wouldn't always necessarily take the shot sometimes but I always wanted the ball in my hand to see okay what what can we create here? What we, how can we, how can we make this a win? So you're saying it was like game time. It was totally game time. It was like the end of the clock. That's right. We're at the one yard line. One yard line. Yeah. You're, you're in the, the three pointers in the air. Yeah. Yeah. That's how it went. And then you made the <laughs> shot. Well, you did, I think. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so yeah, we're stoked to, to be on the show here together with you all because we want to share our journey around home with you, and I want to add in all the things or or some of the biggest things we went through with regard to home. And you know, we've been in so many homes, we've had so many different experiences. As oh, we like this. Oh, this is actually an issue, and it's causing us to have you know health issues. This home is you know has this, and it's causing health issues. So we've gone through a lot of different homes had literally like so many different health things come up in each home and have been able to see um, what actually was was contributing to that from the homes we've lived in. So that's one thing I'm going to weave into the, the show here today. But also, I want Jen to, to share her, her knowledge and expertise on astrology and kind of weave this in because there's a lot going on right now. So and, and by the way, if you've never had an astrology reading or if you've never had a really awesome one that's not based on doom and gloom, but that's really uplifting, really gets into the emotions, um, really gets into healing, anything that needs healing, Jen's your lady. Jen's your astrologer. You can visit her at jenantill.com. I'll put the link for uh, her site in the show notes. But let's start by what's going on in the Zodiac right now. And we can kind of weave it in to how this recent journey around home for us opened up because literally for almost 10 years, we've been looking for home. We've been searching for home. We've been having all these different healing experiences in home. And then, I mean, literally, what was it like six, seven days, mm -hmm. six, seven days, uh, you know, from today, we're in the position to potentially purchase a long-term home. So we're going through that process right now. And, you know, we don't want to say it's a sure thing until all the inspections go through, but we, we might have found our home 10, almost 10 years later from when we, we first started dating. Mm -hmm. So, and it's really interesting as to what's going on in the Zodiac right now and how that's kind of contributed to this, this massive opening for us. So why don't you go for it, babe? Awesome. I'm yeah. so happy you asked me to be on your podcast. <laughs> Heather asked me, by the way, at like 10 p.m. last night if we wanted to do it last night. And I was like, no, babe, let's do it in the morning. <laughs> she was so excited to do it. So here we are. I guess the first thing I want to say is that, yeah, I'm an astrological counselor, which means that I help people walk through transformation and soul alchemy, really, by using their charts and by using a lot of other 
fun inner work tools and counseling tools. So um, I think that I know that every couple has kind of one thing or a couple things that they might really struggle with or have a harder time with. Maybe it's money, maybe it's sex, maybe it's children, you know, maybe it's work. Work. Yeah. And for us, it has definitely been home. It's been a thing. From, from the moment that we met. And it's also been the thing that we have valued more deeply than anything, yeah. I think, in yeah. our entire relationship. Yeah. And when Heather and I first met, I remember we went to Hot Springs one day when we were living in New Mexico. And we went to a Hot Springs because, you know, it's a romantic thing to do. <laughs> and... Uh, I remember us very, you know, in the early, early days of our dating, we were sitting there just talking about our vision for home and community and the land and the healing that we wanted to bring to it. And it became this shared vision that we had from the very beginning. And so it's been this deep value to us from day Mm -hmm. one. And also it's been a place of a lot of pain and a lot of Mm -hmm. struggle and Mm -hmm. a lot of conflict Mm -hmm. and a lot of working through stuff around home. It's been our thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So to have all of this kind of new energy come in around home for us in the last week really has been very healing and incredible. Yeah, it's been really, really potent. And I know when I remember when we first started talking about home, when we first started dating, I was like, okay, this was my vision. And I shared, you know, it's, we, want, we want to be on the land. We want to grow food. We want to have people come and heal. We want to have healing retreats. We want to provide a really nourishing, like, low non-toxic low emf space for people to come and have this really truly profound healing experience and and then you're like yeah i want i want that too you know (laughs) i really want that too and i was like oh and so this became the focus this has literally been the longest birth of my life (laughs) it's a 10-year um gestation period so like um, whales yeah, do they have a long just? They do. Yeah, it's they like, do. It's like a year. Well, I think it's a year. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and they change homes a lot during that period, especially right. yeah, migratory. Yeah. yeah. So just suddenly, literally, mm. what six days ago, mm. here's this home that opens up, and it's really interesting. And I, I want you to share about the astrology okay. because it's really interesting because we went and we saw this home, and we were like, oh my gosh, okay, there's no cell towers near it there's there's good internet that we can hardwire into there's not a lot of neighbors close so we're not going to get like blasted by their wi-fi or whatever bluetooth whatever they're using there's water (laughs) there's freaking land to grow food there's there's trees there's there's irrigation rights and then you know total bonus is there's a pool which people like oh you know what a swimming pool what a pain in the ass or whatever but we're going to convert that thing into a salt water you know uv light cool so you know we can we can benefit from it so we're like oh my gosh this is awesome this is our place and it was almost like like I was kind of shocked I was like I don't know if I should say yes should I go like is this okay like I've had so much trauma from you know not finding home so we're like okay yeah we want to do it and so I'm, I'm prepping you for the astrology here so we put you actually put in an offer on the home and literally Two minutes, nobody else had put in an offer yet, but two minutes before we put in our offer, our real estate agent texts us and she's like, ladies, somebody's getting ready to put in an offer. So we don't know what their offer is going to be. We don't know anything. So we put in their offer, our offer, they put in theirs. Turns out the owners like their offer better. So we were heartbroken. Oh, because we were like, oh, this has, this is like everything we've been looking for. So we were heartbroken. We grieved it for like 24 hours. Mind you, I'm getting ready to propose to Jen, which is our, had been, had been planned for about a month. Okay. Before this. So that's happening the next day after the house falls through. And I'm like, oh my gosh, should I not ask her like, this is, uh, you know, because we were, we were so heartbroken. So we grieved. I decided to go along with asking Jen to marry me the next day. Okay. So we go out to dinner to this really sweet place, Mariposas. It's a restaurant here in Sedona. I asked her to marry me. She said yes. It was really beautiful. And then literally we, I get home. I turn on my phone and I look. Here's the message from a real estate agent ladies the people who put in their offer they decided to back out you're next in line so 
are you still interested? <laughs> so it was like this, like, okay, so Jen said, yes, we're engaged. Literally an hour later, get home, check the phone. Here's the house opening up. So we were like, oh my gosh, take it from here. Tell us what about the astrology. Okay. What's going on right now? Awesome. So everything that's, of course, going on in the sky right now is going to impact people, all of us differently, right? So I think one of where, the, where I want to start is that I want to talk about Mars being in retrograde. And mm-hmm. <laughs> Mars goes retrograde only once about every two years. So it's not super common. And when it's retrograde, it's, it's retrograde for about two months. And it's retrograde now from September 9th until November 13th. Okay, so some of my people are like, they're health nuts and they don't know a lot about astrology. Tell us what retrograde means. I will. Okay. (laughs) Heather's always looking out for you guys. I have to. (laughs) So when a planet goes retrograde, it means that it's really calling us to go back, to go inward into something, into some process, into some like, hey, wait a minute that didn't quite get finished, or I need to go back and kind of revisit that, relook at that, right? Like that reword literally means to go back. So it's kind of more of an inward time where we want to um, tend to things that are about this planet. So we want to tend to things that are in the Mars area, meaning like Mars is all about passion and action and courage and initiation and moving forward in life. And so when it's retrograde, we go into this period of like, wait, what is it that I really want? Is that what I really want? Have I been taking action around what I really want in the ways that work for me? Or do I need to kind of revisit that and take action in a different way? It's really time to like reevaluate all of those kinds of questions. Okay. So if you look at the, the question around home for Heather and I, because it's a deep passion and a deep want, which is Mars territory, right? Anything that you deeply want, that you deeply desire, you're in the territory of Mars. So I would say home is the number one passion and desire for us. Sure. So as Mars went retrograde, we are like really getting clear about what we want, which is the home and the land and the healing space and the nourishing space. Mm-hmm. So we're really saying like, have we been taking action around this in the way that works for us? And I would have to say, no, uh-huh. we, ha- we hadn't been. Okay. That's because- the first time I heard you say this. So, so say more. <laughs> because Mars requires courage. Mm-hmm. So when it's in retrograde, you have to ask yourself, do I have the courage that it takes to really go after what I want? Wow. Okay. And in the past, Heather and I have been, I think it's safe to say, um, deflated easily around home. Yeah, that's true. Or not, not so much following through all the time around home, given up easily and become so heartbroken around home. Yeah. Because it's so important to us. Yeah. When things don't work out, when the houses we live in sell, when the houses we live in are toxic, when the houses we live in end up just not working out for us, our hearts really break mm-hmm. <laughs> because it's something that we want so much. And so we tended to go into this kind of defeated like we've lost like it's so sad for us yeah right that's true and there hasn't been that element of like courage to keep going Uh or resiliency or perseverance yeah and so as mars went retrograde it's like we went into the inner caverns of our soul and found (laughs) this courage that was always there but we needed we needed to find a deeper well of that courage i think we needed a win with the with the proposal first Yeah. So this is what our best friend says. She says that because Heather proposed to me, it paved the way for the house to open up. I mean, it literally took one hour. Yeah, it took one hour because (laughs) Heather was like, should I still propose? Because Jen's so heartbroken about the house. And Monique was like, yes, you should keep going. Like it's going to help the house open up. And literally an hour (laughs) later, the house opened up. Mm -hmm. So all of that to say that The Mars retrograde is really a time to find those places of courage within yourself. How do you access courage? How how are you preparing the way for the action that you really want to happen after Mars goes direct again in mid-November? Because this time is a way to pave the action, like pave the steps for the action. Like I want to do this inner work. I want to do this preparation so that in mid-November, I'm ready to take the action that I want to take. Because when it, when it goes direct, that means it's it's no longer retrograde, right. and now it's time. All that courage you're conjuring up right now mm-hmm. and towards your deep passions, mm-hmm. you get ready to take action starting November. Mm-hmm. 
if the house we we've just uh you know we're working on closes you know if if it goes through then we would move in sometime in november that's we would that's yeah that's that's so that's a perfect example we would yeah sometimes you know a lot of astrologers will say that when mars is retrograde it's a time to where action can be a little difficult right Mm -hmm. where it's like hey that got kind of thwarted or like you know, stopped for some reason. And it's funny because we thought we had lost the house. Yeah. Right. We thought the house was gone. Mm-hmm. We, we let it go. Mm-hmm. I, I have not cried that hard in a very long oh time. My gosh, I, know. I mean like deep grief You are, you and are. it was deep grief for like all the houses we have ever lost, but this house feels so special mm-hmm. that it was like a grief from the bottom of my belly. Yeah, it was. It was so intense. Yeah. And I had to let that out. I had to feel it. Yeah. But um, the a Mars retrograde, I feel like, was like, hey, this action is actually going to look a little different. Like, it's not so straightforward. Uh-huh. There was like a hiccup. Okay. We thought we had lost the house. Right. And then unexpectedly, it came back onto the table again. Yes, that's true. So... Um, I can talk about that, too. Yeah, I want you to. <laughs> because, you know, I think it's important. Like, it was really interesting. And I feel like you know, people tend to look at astrology as like, oh, it's just fortune telling, or I don't want to know bad things about me. But actually, you can you can use it in a very positive way to fuel, you know, just reflect on like, oh my gosh, like that, that could have really influenced this. This is like, this is really huge. Like we can bring in the whole Uranus piece because that was such a huge piece. It's like, you know, all that sudden change. I'm not going to, I'll let you take it from there, but mm-hmm. go for it. <clears throat> yeah, no, that's a good point. And I just want to say one more thing about the Mars retrograde too, okay. is that okay. sometimes, you know, Mars has a lot to do with the physical action that we take in our body, mm-hmm. like movement. It's about like muscles and movement and like athletes. You think of athletes, you think of Mars, yes. right? You think of like this outward movement in the physical body. You think of Dennis Rodman? You think of Dennis Rodman for <laughs> he's sure. totally Mars. Oh my God. He's, he's actually a son in Aries, by the way. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> ruled by Mars. Yeah, so it's a perfect example. <laughs> yeah, think of Dennis Rodman. But when Mars is retrograde, it's like, ah, maybe it's time to give the body a bit more rest mm-hmm. to kind of lay low a bit more. Mm-hmm. It's really a time to think about the interaction you want to take too. Like really working with the passions and desires in the inner world. Okay. Yeah. You like that inner world. You know, I like it a little. Yeah. <laughs> it's oh. a good fit because I'm like, oh, it's physical healing body. And you're like, inner emotions let's get into the emotions it's like yin yang how do you feel yeah i was like wait babe but whoa 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 you want me to say that right now like you want me to talk about feelings okay okay yeah i'm always asking (laughs) heather to talk about her feelings and she's actually gotten really good at it yeah it it's i i had never i'd never done that you know as an athlete you're trained to not really go there right it's a it's like a weakness it's it's like a weakness if the other person sees oh they're they're compromise they're in a compromised state so you know, go, <laughs> go after them it's like so you literally learn you train yourself not to feel so you I mean total 180 with that since since meeting meeting you yeah Heather's become an expert feeler and also huh. an expert question asker about feelings <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty um, cool yeah <laughs> So, okay, we're going to sh- shift into the what you were talking about, the Uranus. Yeah, let's, let's tie that piece in. Okay. So when Heather asked me to marry her, when all this house stuff was happening, Uranus um, was square Venus and square the moon. So <laughs> I'm going to tell you what that means. Don't worry. Yeah, we break um, it down. Yeah, I'm going to break it down. So Uranus is the planet of sudden change. Yeah. And unexpected things surprises things happening just out of nowhere yes right and that was in relationship to two planets venus and the moon so venus is about what we value what we love our intimate relationships and the moon guess what it's about (laughs) home and belonging and really the deepest roots of who we are so when uranus comes into play with those two planets it can be like hey all these unexpected things around (laughs) love relationships what you value and around home so it was pretty cool to look at the chart and see that like, number one, I was totally surprised by the proposal, which was first and foremost, the surprise. Uh-huh. <laughs> and number two, the house coming back into our lives and being a possibility was incredibly surprising and shocking. Just like sudden unexpected change. You're like, what, 
wait, I literally text the real estate agent. I was like, cap locks, what? Like, (laughs) really? (laughs) So it's a time where we can be looking for things in our lives that just happen unexpectedly around things that we value, things that we love. Yeah. Um, Maybe things that you really love or value are come into your life suddenly. Maybe there's sudden changes around them. Anything like that. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I also want to say that right now, there's a lot of planets that are retrograde. Oh my gosh, so many. There's, yeah, there's Mars, there's Pluto, there's Saturn, there's Neptune, and there's Uranus. So there's five planets that are retrograde. Is Jupiter retrograde? No, Jupiter's not retrograde. So all those outer planets, like the outer planets, meaning right, Pluto, Uranus, Neptune, Saturn, it's not so rare for those to be retrograde. Most of those are retrograde about half of the year anyway, every year. Oh, so it's not so rare. You know, Mars is the more rare bird in the, in the bunch. Sure. But there are five planets that are retrograde right now, which, which to me is just like, we are in a time of real reflection right now. Mm-hmm. Like it's a real time of deepening, going inward, slowing down, mm-hmm. taking inward action. Like the inward action is the forward momentum. Wow. And uh, it's just a time of like, if anything feels incomplete or there's like a project you want to finish or there's somebody you want to like resolve conflict with or revisit certain conversations, this is a beautiful time to do that. Wow. And I guess it would really depend on also what house the, you know, each person's Mars is in, because it's going to be different for everyone, you know? Totally. Totally. Like what, what's it in in Sidereal? So it'd be an Aries? It's an Aries. Okay. Yeah. So, so wow, that's double emphasis. Mm -hmm. Uh Uh-huh. So depending on where your Aries is, that'll depend on, you know, how it's impacting your life, right? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This we're talking, this is a general astrology, like more of a, you know, wide lens astrology. And then we get really personal when we look at your individual chart and yeah. we see like, Hey, how's it hitting you? Yeah. What house is it in? What planets is it in relationship to? Like those would all be very, very important and really would invite everyone to experience this Mars retrograde very differently. Yeah, for sure. So not everyone's going to find, you know, a sudden change in home, they might <laughs> right. have sudden change in work, relationships, money, whatever, you know? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cool. This October 2020, I have four openings for new clients ready to engage in one-on-one radical health coaching. This is a profound way to make the forward movement towards achieving your version of optimal health for the long term. During our one-on-one work together, I'll get you started with a metabolic reset diet plan. You'll have your own personal Sunlight RX protocol to boost immunity and vitamin D levels. I'll analyze your labs and make dietary and supplemental suggestions to help you improve low values. And I'll teach you how to use technology safely to preserve your health, your home while staying connected. You'll have access to my clients only social media community and much more. We'll address your main health concerns as well as your gut health, mitochondrial health, energy levels, sleep patterns, detox capabilities, emotional realms, and much more, all by using holistic, nature-based modalities and resources to help you achieve your version of optimal health. To reserve your spot for one-on-one radical health coaching starting this October 2020, send an email my way at Heather dot shepherd at gmail.com and my name is spelled h-e-a-t-h-a-r dot shepherd s-h-e-p-a-r-d at gmail.com or head over to instagram follow me at sunlight underscore rx and send a dm my way expressing your interest now let's head back to the episode all about home and the zodiac I want to shift gears and bring in the home piece a little bit and um, keep the astrology plugs coming as well, because I think they're really important. You know, we, my crew's into, into the solar system. We do the sunlight RX. We know everything's connected, you know? So this is, this is really, really important to bring in because even though we can't see it, it still impacts us. And we can even, we can see the stars, you know, but you know, if we, we we have this thing with EMFs, like we can't see them. So right. like, you know, they're not, they're not, it's not a big deal. Um, so anyway, I'm, I'm going to throw this in here and I know we haven't talked about this before the episode here, but maybe we can plug in some of our personal things in our chart um, and, and how that may have been impacting some of the things that happened at our homes. Yeah. We're kind of like fly by the seat of your pants kind of 
kind of humans over here. That's true. Like we like to do it spontaneously. We don't really plan to say things before we say them. And I think that's part of our gift. You do? Yeah. I think it's a spontaneous like (laughs) Uranus square Venus moon kind of thing where we can be spontaneous together and just just talk and play off each other. See how she just threw that in there. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So I think one of the biggest things around home is that we don't notice or we're just not aware of some of the influencing factors regarding our health that our home can have on us. And so I want to just touch base on a few of those. So any of you out there searching for home or looking to upgrade your the home you're living in um, to make it a healthier space, I want to give some plugs here because I think it's it's really important because you know I always you know reiterate to you all you can't heal in the environment in which you got sick in. So if there's something in your home that got you contribute to your illness and you changed your diet but that wasn't actually the root cause of what's making you sick, then you know, you're still living in a toxic environment. We have so many examples of this in the <laughs> homes we lived in. It's not even funny. So I think we're so aware of our surroundings. You know, Some people I tell this to like, oh my gosh, I wish I didn't know that because now I see how big it's impacting me and um, it's changed my life. And you know, so let's dive into this. Is there a home that sticks out to you? You know, I mean, there's so many, there's literally (laughs) literally 40, but I can think of a few that stick out to me with regard to, okay, we're, we're being poisoned here, like literally. Um, and, and the housing market has been such a shit show since Airbnb. Um, you know, we've stayed in Airbnbs, of course, but there's so little available right now because everything's in Airbnb and communities are really local communities are, are really struggling right now because of Airbnb. So even when we've been in a toxic situation, it's been challenging to find a home to move into because the availability right now is, it's a little scarce. It's a little scarce. So is there a home that sticks out to you that you can say, uh, that was really intense. I, I wouldn't want to do that again. Well. I also, I also just want to say that like before I met Heather and I think we learned this together too, but I was really unaware of things to look for to make the home healthy or to make it a nourishing place. Like I just never thought about it. You know, I've lived in cities my whole life. I grew up in Phoenix, like super, (laughs) super urban, never (laughs) considered anything. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I think we've kind of discovered this together about each home yeah. we've lived in, we've made it more and more nourishing and livable and, you know, nourishing to our bodies. We've, we've, we've learned something with each house that we've lived in. That's right. I think the whole thing, like all of those homes were preparing us for this moment. If, if the house goes through, we're not gonna, mm-hmm. we're mm-hmm. not, we've, we've had so many, like <laughs> we've lived in houses that were for sale and then we're like, oh, no one will ever buy this house. It's, you know, 10 miles off the road it's on a dirt road it's you know and then here comes somebody yep let's we're gonna we want to buy the house and then you know we have to move so we've had so many sudden changes like that and I also know that it's because when Heather and I move into a house we make it really beautiful and we make it ours and (laughs) then if the house is on the market people come and they feel the house and they're like oh this feels so amazing the energy is so great it's so beautiful and then they want to buy the house. So we sold a lot of houses for people. We should really have gotten commissions for that. <laughs> I, I can remember this one house and this is actually recent. And it's something that I want to bring up because I want you all to be aware of this. We had just got back from Mexico from our winter there. Uh, we felt really amazing there because mm. they're only at 3G with their cell towers. And that's still having an impact, right? That's still a known carcinogen, mm-hmm. but there's a lot less cell towers, at least where we were. And um which the, was a tiny little fishing village. Oh, so yeah. tiny. Yeah. Oh, I love it so much. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and and also the population density is like what? No, nobody lives there. Why? Mm-hmm. You know, like mm-hmm. a hundred it's in the hundreds, right? I don't know. You know. I don't know what Sayuli is. I would guess. Well, San Pancho, I would guess. Yeah. Yeah, it's tiny. It's tiny. And and so and so, you know, 
the not everyone can afford hardly anyone can afford wi-fi so there's not like a lot of wi-fi going on at, at you don't like pull up a thousand networks when you're there we felt amazing there okay we felt really good we come back to the states because of covid we wanted to get back and not be stuck and not be able to get back across the border because we drove <laughs> which was an, a, an insane thing in itself and also we couldn't really work down there oh yeah wi-fi <laughs> was so horrible we couldn't work down there and um heather lost her phone and her computer became eaten by the jungle that's true yes the humidity did prevent that from working both of our computers basically shut down and then when i lost my blue blockers i said just forget it okay. <laughs> i literally set my blue blockers inside of the the handle of the car to give my <laughs> sister a hug goodbye because she came to visit us with her kids and we drove away with the blue blockers in the car. And of course, they're somewhere in the highway in Puerto Vallarta. So that was, I was like, forget it. I'm just not supposed to work right now. <laughs> so so anyway, we get back to New Mexico is where we came after Mexico. And we get to this home. We had rented, you know, while we were in uh, Mexico, we set it up. It was, a, it was totally legit, legit, cool, good deal in a really uh, a good neighborhood, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. So we get into this home and we start going for walks because we, we walk every day. And here we go up to the um, water tower that feeds all of the homes in this little desirable neighborhood lined with freaking cell phone panels. Okay. So one day I see people working up on the panels and believe me, I try to stay as far away from these things as possible, but I, I sprint up the hill because the water tower is <laughs> on top of a hill. Right. Um, and then I'm like, hey, guys, just playing it cool. You guys putting any 5G up there? You know, I'm really, really looking forward to that, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I was just holding my breath the whole time. You were. <laughs> and, you know, I got up there and I'm like a little woozy. I'm like, oh, my gosh, I can't stay here long because I'm getting zapped. And like, yeah, we're putting 5G. Here's one of the towers right here. One of the towers right here. I was like, okay, thanks so much. I run back down the hill. and I'm like, babe, our the water that we're bathing in you know, that we have to wash our dishes in and touch every day is literally lined with, it's getting, it's irradiated. So um, we have to move out. Like you can't stay in a house like that. Like people on the street are getting cancer. Um, They're not feeling well. It's like we, there's a reason for that. It's just not like bad luck. Mm. Yeah. And and actually the the people that the owners of the house we were living in, the, the wife, had cancer that's right and they were they were on the east coast by the time we were there but she was because she was getting treated for her cancer whatever that means remember that yeah i do that's right yeah so i started bathing in a bucket heating up (laughs) reverse osmosis water and like bathing with a bucket for literally because it took us two months to find another home that that's a red flag you really want to pay attention to where the cell towers are if they're on your water tower um, it's a huge red flag when it comes to your home and living space. And that's also how dedicated Heather Shepard is <laughs> to her health. I just want to say that to you guys, because she literally bathed in a bucket for two months. I did. And heated up the water every night. Yes. And bathed in a bucket. Yeah. And I, I, that's how committed she is. So I just want to put that out there. Well, if the, if the person who lived there had cancer and people down the road aren't feeling well and they're getting sick. It's like Russian roulette then, you know? Yeah, I just don't know anybody <laughs> who cares about their health more than you do. Well, but you you also, you you really, you still showered because you had to wash your hair and things and I don't care about stuff oh like that. Oh my gosh, I can't not shower. Yeah. I, I just can't. Yeah, so you, so you did, you did the quickies, you know, you did in there, you quick shower, you know, like literally 30 seconds and then you came out. But like, tell them how you were, yeah. you know, tell them what came up for you in the house because- yeah. This is this is not only this is a red flag if you have not only cell towers on your water, but if you literally live, how far would you say that cell those cell panels were from the actual house? Like, like a, probably quarter of a mile. Quarter of a mile. That's yeah. pretty. That's not that far away. Mm-hmm. That's gonna anything a mile or less is going to impact your health more when it comes to the cell towers. So so tell us, you know, okay, I bathed in a bucket. What happened to you? Well. I, um, so I've never experienced like vertigo mm-hmm. or di- really dizziness. It's not my thing. Like I'll get other things, but yeah. those, those are not my things. Yeah. And I 
got vertigo for the first time when I was in that house. I didn't even, I was like, oh, this is vertigo. This Mm -hmm. is intense. Mm -hmm. And if you've ever had vertigo, you know what I'm talking about. And I got really dizzy. I'd say it was towards the beginning of when we moved there and probably because we had been in Mexico with by in the ocean, you know, and like very low EMFs compared to the States. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I was, I was really like, my body was really having a big response to it. And, and then every time that I showered, my skin was just dry. Oh like, my God. It was so dry. I remember that. I was like, it's just, you even said it. You're like, I think something's wrong with the water before right. you even saw the pan. Right. Yeah. Because it's dry. Cause we're in the desert, but it was a different kind of dry. It was like flaking. It was just, it was strange. It felt weird. It had a stickiness to it too, didn't it? Yeah, the water just felt bad. It just felt, yeah. it felt so dead. Yeah. It felt so dead. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I, my body just felt different than it had ever felt before. That was so intense. And then we both struggled with our digestion. We had like weird digestion oh stuff come up that is not normal for us. We're like, what is, what is this? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that was... So pay attention to your body when you're in, you know, your home and your environment, you know, become a detective, literally like, okay, let me check out where's my water coming from. Is it uh, in a tank that is lined with uh, cell panels? Mm -hmm. Um, Is there a cell phone tower near me? And you guys can go to antenna search. I think it's .com or .com. .com. Mm -hmm. Antenna search.com. And you can put in your address. And it'll show you how many cell towers, how many satellites are in your area, et cetera. It doesn't include 5G yet. So that's a little bit of a bummer, but it does include, you know, everything up to 4G. So you can kind of take a look. Oh, that cell tower is two miles from me. That's that's pretty good. Okay. Or this cell tower is literally 0.2 miles away from me. Shoot. Now I'm going to have to set up some EMF protection barriers in the home. And so one thing that if you do live near a cell tower, what can be super helpful is if you have a metal roof, because it'll basically mm-hmm. deflect. It'll deflect the the um, the EMFs off of the the home. Okay, so that's a really positive thing. And if you live around trees, these are things like because cell towers are so freaking prevalent right now. They're not always going to be. It's just not mm-hmm. sustainable. People are going to wake up. It's just going to be like the cigarette thing. We're like, Oh no, no, it doesn't cause cancer. And then they're like, Oh yeah, actually. Yeah. Whoopsies. It does. Mm -hmm. It's the same thing's going to happen with the cell tower. So what we do when we look for a home, there's got to be a lot of trees. There's That's why we moved out of New Mexico. It's like, it's a little scarce for trees. There's no water. There's literally not a lot. And we moved to Arizona. You're like, Heather, Arizona, like there's no water (laughs) there, but Okay, so we're like, we have to find a property on the creek, you know, a seasonal creek. And it's a big creek. It's not like this meandering thing right now. It's a, it's a big size creek, which is so amazing. Mm-hmm. We can't wait to have you all out there for mm-hmm. some retreats. But so trees, metal roof, um, if you have natural water, you can get in that and ground and it'll help to detox any of the EMFs. If you can't move, do these things. And even if you can move, these are important things to take into consideration if you're looking for a home. Trees, water, metal roof. Yeah. And I think, you know, the more that we've learned about what is important for our nourishment in our bodies and the homes that we live in, it makes it trickier to move. That's right. (laughs) Because it's like, okay, now we've got to figure out the internet. and and how to hardwire we've got to figure out the cell towers we've got to change out all the light bulbs in the house (laughs) we've got to figure out where the smart meters are on the house like there's all of these factors that go into our consideration when we get into a home right there's there's a lot of effort put into making the house livable for us and we've gotten really good at it it's like old hat now it's like oh no it's such a drag to change these leds out with amber light bulbs no it's like it just becomes like tying your shoe mm-hmm. you make the home a nourishing space and you should literally see our car when we travel <laughs> we drive places because one i'm still working on getting over my fear of flying but two we have so much shit we bring with us <laughs> because we need to bring our food we need to bring our light bulbs we need to bring our dog we need to bring <laughs> The EMF um, measuring meter. Yeah, we need to bring all the, the EMF detox stuff. You know, it sounds, it, it might sound extreme if you've never done this, but 
it just becomes, it's like an animal that like hibernates. It's like when the environment isn't and is no longer nourishing, they migrate to a more nourishing place. Right. You guys should have seen us this summer as we drove across Oh my gosh. This, the whole country to see Heather's family in upstate New York. Yeah, we went from Arizona and we drove to upstate New York. <laughs> yeah. So we stopped like in, you know, Oklahoma and Mississippi and <laughs> uh, Missouri and Ohio. And then all these Airbnbs, we had a routine down every night where we would like change out the light bulbs, unload all the shit into the fridge. Yeah. Which if Heather's a chef, you guys, I know you know that. And so the, the amount of food that she brings is un. un- <laughs> parallel to anything I've ever seen homemade mayonnaise eggs that have to be left out to to like get to room temperature in order to make mayonnaise <laughs> I mean just things that are you gotta do it you yeah, gotta, you she's gotta... committed this is what I'm saying she's committed <laughs> and so it just became like this, such a routine for us that this is what we do we do this every night and yeah I unpack the car you put away things you do the light bulbs I make the dinner we got a routine now we find the internet we unplug it it's yeah. just this this whole thing Let's talk about that just for a second because, um, and I talk about a lot of this stuff in my, the safe technology course, AKA the EMF 101 course of how to make your home a nourishing space. Um, but the Wi-Fi thing is a big issue because Wi-Fi gives out literally millions to billions of microwave pulses each second. So you're kind of like living in a microwave oven. So, so that's not to be like, oh my gosh, now I need to become like live in a cave. And you can't even do that anymore, by the way. We've tried. It doesn't work. You can't, you can't do it. You can't escape it really anymore. But there's ways to work with it. So we're like, okay, one of our quests around home is to be in a place that has internet that doesn't require a satellite dish. Because satellite dishes, that satellite's going to beam right down to that satellite dish. And guess what? Your whole home is going to get that beam. So this is like how cable TV is now, which this home that we're buying, you know, they're like, okay, what are your, you know, what do you want to suggest? What do you want to put in the, uh, the, the offer for the owners? And I was like, I would like to keep their plants <laughs> and I would like them to remove the satellite dish from the roof. <laughs> And they were, the the real estate agent was like, oh, okay, sure. Don't you want TV? <laughs> and, and, and so, I mean, you know, I love a good football game, but yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so we, I don't even know the other day we were at the restaurant. Some guy was wearing a Kansas city, uh, oh. chiefs uh, mask as, as their COVID mask. And you were like, now, now what team is that? So he was like, it's football. I was like, yeah, no, I got that. It was football, but. What what is that team? I think he was kind of horrified. Yeah. Well, I was a little embarrassed too. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Heather was like, Heather was like, babe, come on. I'm just Kansas City. Everybody knows this. (laughs) But like, you know, we we so so the owners, of course, they were like, no, we're we're keeping our plants, but we will remove the satellite dish. And we're like, great, that's awesome. So these are some things to take into consideration. You you don't you you want you don't want to have satellite dishes on your home. And you want to hardwire your internet. You want to hardwire in. You can be, you can use the internet without getting blasted with those microwave frequencies. So that's a really huge thing when it comes to creating a nourishing space as well. Do you have any astrology plugs here? I have another plug that okay. I think is important to All say. Right, let's go. Let's hear it. Um, so, you know, for a while, I feel like you and I were super anal about all this stuff. Uh-huh. Like to a rigid, a rigid point. Okay. Right. Yeah, Where it yeah, was yeah. like. We have to like not be around any cell towers. We have to like, we were, we were anxious about it. Yeah. Yeah. Because I couldn't sleep when I was close to a cell tower. I was like, this is not worth it. Now I have to go in the middle of nowhere, but literally Mexico, it like reset my, Mm -hmm. uh, my redox potential improved something, sunlight, the ocean, my redox went way up. Mm. I've I've not had an issue with it since, you know, being back. But go ahead with the rigidity. This is good for people to hear, I think. Yeah. Well, I think there were a lot of, you know, emotional components to it as well. Yeah. Like there was a lot of fear. There was a lot of anxiety. There yeah. was a lot of nervousness about like, are we going to be okay? Yeah. And um, when you really care deeply about your health, 
then you, I think, tend to have more anxiety about things not going well. Yeah, sure. And it's a really big priority for you. Yeah. And this is especially true for Heather Shepard. <laughs> you just outed me. I just outed her. <laughs> so, I think they know that. <laughs> Go ahead. So we've gone to extremes of like living in places that were really remote. So remote. And I mean like remote, like <laughs> 45 minutes from a tiny town of 5,000 people. Yeah. Remote. Like, that, that was true. Like no, no one around. Yeah. And there was no cell service out there, right? Like no. we had a beautiful spot. The house was also on the market. Um, <laughs> it also sold. It also sold <laughs> while we were living there. But we were really, really isolated. Yeah. And it was really hard. It was hard on us. It was hard on our relationship. It yeah. was hard on, on us individually. And we really struggled with that. And I know that community and relationship is such a huge part of health. Yeah. It's such a huge part of like getting our needs met as humans yeah. and connecting and feeling loved and feeling close to people. Yeah. And so we really, you know, it was like, yeah, we don't have self-service, but we're also completely like isolated. Yeah. We don't even, we can't have somebody over for dinner because right. they literally have to plan three weeks in advance to <laughs> drive out here. Right. So I think that it is, and, and, you know, little did I know after the fact we left, I found out we, where we were living then was so close to the Colorado border. And at this time, the entire state of Colorado is under a massive radio frequency. There's so many military bases there. And we were so close. I was like, what? I, I, I heard this, this sound. Mm. I hear sounds like Mm -hmm. these low pitched sounds. And Jen's like, I'm like, babe, do you hear that? And you're like, what are you talking about? <laughs> I hear nothing. But these, these sounds of like the, the, the EMFs, their generators, they, they have this hum. They have this low grade hum. Some people can hear it. Some people can't. I can hear it. While we were in that house in the middle of nowhere where we thought there was no EMFs, we're getting radio fre- blasted by radio frequencies from the state of Colorado. So, you know, there, this isn't like meant to like, be like oh my gosh I can't live anywhere it's like no you have to choose where you want to live and then make the space sacred you know make it safe make it a healthy space of course you don't want to be living right under a cell tower but if you can get a mile away half a mile you know distance is your friend when it comes to these things and if you can turn your home and do this, you know, sa- sacred sanctuary where, okay, the satellite dish is removed. I don't have dimmer switches in my house. If I do, I don't use them. Mm-hmm. I hardwire my internet. I keep my phone on airport mode. I have a lit. There's so many things you can do while still being in society. Yeah. And I think we really had to, to let go of like some of our rigidity and some of our anxiousness and work with that. And I think Mexico really helped us with that. So how like let go of that, like, oh, we're around community again. We're around people. We love this. We come alive in it. We thrive when we're around this individually and together. And it's a big part of our medicine as a couple is to bring in community and to bring in people to wherever we're living. And so we want a home that's accessible to retreats, to people, to community, to meals, to gatherings, all those things. Yeah. And so we've also learned that not, it's not only the most important thing to be like away from everything. There's ways we can work with the radio frequencies, the EMFs. There's ways that we've learned um, to really work with this. And it's funny because the the home that we're possibly buying is away from cell towers, but it's also only 20 minutes from Sedona. Yeah, that's really cool. And we really feel it's accessible. Like it's accessible and there's relief around that. You feel good about it. I feel relieved in my body. Yeah, because we can get quiet, we can get solitude, we can get nature, and we can get community. Right. And we this has been a ten year gestation period, and um, so that's been really, really sweet. We know what we want. <laughs> we just had to oh, do that courage thing with Mars to go for it. Do the courage thing. Do the courage yeah. thing. For those of you guys who don't know, Heather Shepard is an Aquarius rising. I want to bring in this for just a second. <laughs> oh, okay. So uh, her rising sign in astrology is Aquarius. And then she has Venus and Mars in Aquarius Mm. as well. So what does that mean? It means, you know, the sign of Aquarius, the constellation of Aquarius is all about sensitivity to frequencies and the nervous system. (laughs) So Heather's going to be very, very sensitive to EMFs 
any kind of sounds and hums like she was talking <laughs> about, like that's all the Aquarian field. Mm-hmm. And so her sensitivity is really, really heightened to that. Yeah. Um, and because she has two planets in there, it's, it's even more so. Mm-hmm. And it becomes important to have a clean energetic space or a clean field. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas my rising sign is Taurus. It's much more earthy and grounded. Like I need to feel like there's a comfortable bed. There's food in the fridge. Like I can yeah. take a bath. You know, more, it's more about like pleasure and feeling comfortable, but Heather's going to feel very sensitive to those frequencies. So I think that's why you've been more, you know, tuned into them. That's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone's going to react differently depending on where the stars were in the sky when they were born. And curious, like my moon is right across, directly across from those things. So it's, it, it's likely to really show up in the home. Totally. Totally. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, I think it's it's just something that if if you know your chart, then you know like it's actually a strength that Heather brings too is the sensitivity to the frequencies, and which is why I think you do that for your work in yeah. part, right? You teach people about that because it's a realm that you're really gifted in, and it shows up in the chart, and you know it, and you're familiar with it. That's really sweet. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of you outed me, but uh, I'm cool with it. I outed you, but in a way that was mixed <laughs> with a compliment. <laughs> so it made it like palatable. That was really sweet. Yeah. 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 It's probably why I'm into all the EMFs and homeopathy, all the energetic yes. medicines, you know? Yes. Yeah. So, and then you're into the, the earthy, grounded comfort. You're like, when can I get a massage? <laughs> When's dinner? And oh, when oh, can oh. I take a bath? Yes. Three top questions of a Taurus rising. And probably want to throw in sex in there too. Yeah. (laughs) Sex, food, people rubbing my body with coconut oil and baths. Yeah. Yeah. You'd be pretty good with all that, huh? (laughs) Laying in the sun. Oh, laying in the sun. It's Taurus dream. Yeah, it is, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So that was our episode for today. I hope that you all enjoyed it. It was, it was a lot about our journey and, um, Wanted to get a little more personal with you all today, but also I know everybody um, is uh, at least a lot of my listeners are looking for ways to improve their health and their environment to support their health. So I hope that this uh, episode inspired that in you all and how to make your space a little bit more healthy, how to bring more attention to it. Literally, if you're having symptoms and if they come out of nowhere, you want to question things, especially today. Unfortunately, things go up without our. Um, knowledge without our knowing a cell tower a 5g extender um the neighbor puts a satellite dish on their home you know we we don't know about these things so if you suddenly get vertigo like jen experienced right from the cell towers that we were also bathing in the water you know that was attached to them if you suddenly get vertigo if you suddenly start getting headaches if you start suddenly start getting eczema or skin things these are all common side effects of emf toxicities And EMFs can come from the cell towers. If they're on your water tower, they can come from Wi-Fi. They can come from your cell phone. They can come from Bluetooth stuff. They can come from your neighbors. Literally, Wi-Fi can travel 300 yards. So um, these are just things to pay attention to. Um, You don't, uh, of course, you got to make the best decisions for you around your health, but it doesn't necessarily mean to run to the doctor because, you know, um, that could be a band-aid approach until we find out where it's really coming from. Like if you're getting eczema from a cell tower that just went up and they go and give you cortisone cream, like, okay, we're just going to knock it to the root of it and your your health isn't going to get any better. So hopefully this episode brought some light to ways you can make a nourishing, healthy home. Um, there's a lot more to say about that. I feel like we just got started. We shared a lot about our journey. Maybe some of you can relate in your own quest for home um, or quest for whatever you're passionate about. And I appreciate Jen being on here sharing about the astrology because it can be so huge um, just to know. We always say like, oh my gosh, I wish I knew the chart of my child. I could, you know, then you could like set them up for school or how to interact with people. Like you can create that environment that they thrive in. And that's what we've been looking for to create a home environment that we thrive in. So we're on the brink here. We're at the one yard line to maybe close (laughs) on this home. Is there anything else you want to share with everyone here today, Jen? I want to say that one more astrological thing. Good. I can't, I can't resist it. Great. Um, Saturn, Jupiter, and Pluto are all conjunct in the sky right now. Ooh. It's a massive transit for all of us. 
Uh-huh. And it's rare, right? The last time that this happened was in the early 80s. Okay. So it's, you know, almost 40 years ago. Okay. So it's a rare thing when it happens. It's a time of huge change and transformation and letting go and dying away and birthing the new. Yeah. So the one thing that I feel like has been different about this time for us in terms of finding home and getting engaged and, and those things is like Saturn and Pluto and Jupiter says like, life's going to be hard. Like life, life's painful. Like that's the reality of life, but you have to have hope. You Mm -hmm. have to keep hope. Mm -hmm. Like it's not a reality to be like, life's amazing. And like, if you're in the flow, like things will just come like that's namaste. Like that's (laughs) positive toxicity. Yeah. And life is challenging. Like we know that life puts us through the fires. Life asks us to keep changing and shedding and growing. Mm -hmm. And that's real. And there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. But we have to keep going. We have to have that Jupiterian hope uh-huh. that like through that, if we carry that hope, if we carry that courage of Mars, we move through that to the other side. And there's incredible gifts in that and through that. But none of us get there without the resiliency and the perseverance that Saturn and Pluto ask us to go through. We have to sit through the fire. And it's not like we have to suffer in order to be rewarded. It's not like that. Mm-hmm. It's just like that through the fires of resiliency comes the hope and the courage that mm-hmm. they carry us to what we really want. Mm-hmm. Awesome. I love it. Thanks for sharing that with us. And I highly recommend reaching out to Jen for a reading. It will change your life. Um, <laughs> it honestly will, but you have to be, I'm going to, I'm going to just warn you. You're going to have to be open to going deep. It's not going to be like, Oh, you're going to, you are a world traveler. You will, <laughs> you know, you're in a wrong relationship and the next one will be good and you'll get all your, you lose your money and then you'll get it all back. It's not like you pray love like that. It's not fortune telling. No, it's like, okay. What is it like? Tell us. Finding deep meaning. Yeah. Finding deep meaning in your life and the patterns that you've created and letting go of things that are holding you back from where you want to go. It's a, it's a deep immersion if you want it to be. It's so transformative. It's life altering. If you are ready for that. So if you're ready for a life change, um, deeper insight, if you're ready to go there, which I highly recommend, it's been so great for me and my emotional opening and healing. And And I also want to say that I do my astrology with a lot of love and a lot of compassion. And then it's not an astrology of doom and gloom (laughs) and negativity. It's an astrology of highlighting your gifts and your medicines and how you can really bring those into the world. That's really sweet. We need a lot of that right now, I think. <laughs> a lot of people need to hear and be reassured and um, by by knowing what their gifts are. We've been just frigging walloped against the head with COVID this year. And then the fires and who knows what's causing the fires. There's been so many speculations about that. And all the racial. All the racial stuff. It's like, what? in the God's hell can happen. What can happen next? It's like, everybody's just like, you know, kids aren't in school. It's a total shit show this year. Okay. But there's what you're saying is we have to keep our courage. We have to look for hope. We have to keep pioneering the way with Mars. It's like Michael Jordan says, what's he say? I just never gave up hope coach. I just never gave up hope. (laughs) He did say that. Yeah. When, when they won. The last game of his of his of his his very last game with yeah. the Bulls. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm They're, learning about Michael Jordan. Yeah, we watched that. We watched that. What is it on the Netflix? La, the or? Last Dance. Well, it's so good, you guys. It's so inspiring. I mean, I think it's good. But I I'm, think it's great. You you're not an athlete, and you're not in that world, and, and you thought it was great. Huh? I I did because it's like a character study. You did. You <laughs> liked that part about it. Michael Jordan's an Aquarius. Yeah. Dennis Rodman is an Aries. Yeah. Scotty Pippen is a Virgo. And this is all in sidereal. So it's not like, it's not tropical astrology that Jen does because mm-hmm. when that system was created in the, what, the Renaissance, the sky is actually shifted. So we have to take the solar system shifts into play. Like if you look up in the sky, what's actually there. And right. that's what, that's the kind of astrology you practice. You're in the real time here and now, huh? Right. Uh, just super, super quick. The sidereal astrology that I do, it's real-time astrology, meaning that it accounts for the movement of our yeah. solar system. It's the astrology of the future is what I like to call it because it keeps up with the movement of time and space. Mm-hmm. And it's not a fixed system, which is what you're going to find with most astrologers who practice traditional 
tropical astrology. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and sidereal astrology also comes to us from Syria, from Persia, from the Mayan cultures, from the Ooh. Vedic cultures. So it's not rooted in like white patriarchal colonial, colonialism. Uh-huh. It's rooted in, in different cultures that bring us back to more uh, practices that are not rooted in the patriarchal white world. Oh, that makes sense why it's become so big then. <laughs> That's right. So, so Jen, uh, by nature, likes to crumble those, the, yeah. those structures of white patriarchy. That's for sure. Thanks <laughs> even, for, even though I'm white. Yeah, but you know, too. well, yeah. You got to start with you, right? Yeah, well, let's do your DNA test to really find out what's going on. Yeah, apparently my grandmother was 20% Native American, so <laughs> we'll see how that goes. <laughs> I was wondering why I tan so easily. You get you do a hell of a sunlight RX, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for joining us today, everyone. We'll see you next week. Bye. Thanks so much for tuning into the episode today, all about creating a nourishing and healing home environment. I hope Jen's wisdom regarding astrology helped to inspire you to feel into your passions and bring forth the courage to fuel your passions and desires that you may be longing to explore and manifest at this time. Combining your passions as well as the knowledge around how to create a non-toxic healing home environment can make for an incredibly rewarding, fulfilling, and healthy life. Jen and I have had a lot of trial and error experiences with home and our health. We've learned what actually constitutes and makes a healthy home and what actually may present as big red flags when it comes to living in a home that supports health. And we've used astrology as a really amazing tool to help create and uh, help us move towards our big vision around home, which is a healing environment, a place where you all can come and heal as well in the very near future. I hope this episode helps you all make healthy and informed decisions around your home space and life passions as well. For those of you who enjoyed this episode, I would love for you to post a five-star review with your comments and support. This is such an amazing way to fuel and motivate my continued podcasting and sharing via this platform and is a great way to help spread the word to others searching for deeper answers around their health. I thank you so much for that support. As always, you can follow me on Instagram at sunlight underscore RX or on Facebook, Heather Shepherd, and visit me on my site, heathershepherd.com. The site is in the middle of an upgrade. I'm really excited about these upgrades. It's going to include my metabolic reset course and retreats that are coming up, cookbook info, and that'll all be located on the site very soon. Keep up the awesome healing work, everyone, and see you next week. The Primal Pioneer podcast is not intended to diagnose, treat, or cure any disease in the Western medical sense or terms. It is to be used for educational and informational purposes only. The information shared on this podcast and all of Heather Shepard's work is not a form of diagnostic medicine, nor is it a medical treatment. Heather Shepard is a health educator, radical health practitioner, and a trained EMF specialist. And although she has a bachelor's in science and master's education in alternative medicine, she is not a medical doctor and does not give medical advice. Her work and sharing is to be used for informational and educational purposes only.